0: You're listening to On Attachment, a place to learn about how attachment shapes the way we experience relationships and where you'll gain the guidance, knowledge and practical tools to overcome insecurity and build healthy, thriving relationships. I'm your host, relationship coach Stephanie Rig, and I'm really glad you're here. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of On Attachment. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering the community question of my ex moved on immediately post-breakup and I can't help but take it personally. Do you have any advice? So this is something that I hear a lot and it can obviously feel like a twisting of the dagger when we're already in a lot of pain to see our ex, whether it's moving on or just seeming to be coping better than we are after a breakup when we're really in the thick of it and we're grieving and we're hurt and we're lost and confused, to see something pop up on social media or to hear about it or to even hear it directly from your ex that they're seeing someone new or that you know life is going well for them, it's really easy to take that and make it mean something about us and that can really prolong our suffering at a time when we're already in a lot of pain and hurt. So that's what we're going to be talking about today you know, understanding that experience a little more, where you can go astray there and some reframes to help you get through that experience, even though it will still be challenging and painful, but hopefully we can cut it off there and not make it mean something about us as a person. Before I dive into that, a couple of quick announcements. The first being that today is the last day to access the sale that I've been running, which is 50% off all of my masterclasses, which are on boundaries, sex and attachment and navigating anxious avoidant relationships. Those are all only $44 each and there's heaps of value in them. So definitely check them out if you're interested. Uh, You can also get 50% off my higher love course, which is a full length six module plus bonuses course on breakups and really moving through a breakup in the healthiest, most supported way possible and, and coming out the other side better than before. So if any of those things tickle your fancy, today is the last day to take advantage of that discount and all of that's linked in the show notes. The other quick announcement is just to share the review of the week, which is, I discovered Stephanie's podcast by chance a few months ago when I was trying to work out my relationship and had just started therapy. Her soothing voice and her short and to the point episodes have really helped me reconsider myself as an anxiously attached person and to understand my continuous fear of being abandoned in a sentimental relationship. Understanding other attachment types and learning better ways to interact with an avoidant partner has also brought a certain level of peace and compassion towards myself and my relationship. I couldn't be more grateful for Stephanie's wise and kind words every week. Thank you. Thank you so much for that beautiful review. I'm so pleased to hear that. I love how you describe a level of peace and compassion towards yourself and your relationship from you know, diving into this work. I think that is really the goal. And I'm glad to have been able to support you in some small way with the podcast. If that was your review, if you could just send an email to podcast at stephanierig.com, my team will set you up with free access to one of my masterclasses as a way to say thank you. Okay. So let's dive into this question of, I've just seen that my ex has moved on immediately after our breakup and I can't help but take it personally. So as a starting point, I just want to validate that this sucks, right? It's painful and it's really easy to feel hurt by that and to feel kind of personally victimized by it. So I just want to really normalize all of those feelings. I think irrespective of the circumstances of a breakup, even if you broke up with them, uh, even if it was really amicable, all of that stuff, even if you're kind of comfortable with the breakup, and you know it's the right thing, I think there's always going to be a bit of sting or a little bit of emotional something when we see our ex with someone new. I think that's really normal. And so the starting point is don't beat yourself up too much for having an emotional response when you see your ex moving on and dating someone new. I think that obviously if the circumstances are such that they broke up with you, you're really sad about it and you didn't want the relationship to end, it's very fresh and raw and you're still in the thick of it, to see them with someone new in that circumstance is devastating. Uh, And again, that's really understandable. So don't feel like you shouldn't feel that way. Don't judge that feeling uh, because I think that's a very natural thing to feel. What I do want to invite you to reflect on and really monitor is where we take that feeling of, I'm really upset about this. I'm hurt. I'm sad. And we make that mean something about us. Okay. So we go, Oh, they're dating someone new. That means that they're not even sad about the relationship ending. They never even cared about me. They, don't, they never loved me. A whole relationship was a sham. I feel like an idiot because I'm upset and they're not. This new person that they're dating must be so much better than me, you know, more, attractive, more emotionally stable, uh, less needy, whatever the things I'm telling myself, they're going to make all of the changes with this new person that they wouldn't make for me. Maybe I was actually the problem after all. Maybe I shouldn't have asked for all of those things. Um, All of that stuff, right? We can spiral. Now you may relate to none of that or some of that or all of that, but those are the sorts of things that I hear. And so I just want to shine a light on that and say that's where we cause our own suffering, right? Those stories are where the suffering lives and lives on because we can really get stuck there and spin around in that for a long time because we're taking something that may have very little to do with us a lot of the time and making it mean something about us at a very fundamental level. Um, And that's a surefire way to erode self-worth, to beat ourselves when we're already down. And that's really the opposite of what we need at that time. So with that as a overarching point, the other thing I'll say is there are many, many, many reasons why someone, some people might move on more quickly than others. Okay. So this is part of the work. Whenever we're looking at the stories we tell ourselves, we can poke holes in our own stories and go, okay, that probably doesn't necessarily mean that I can acknowledge that other versions of this exist. What might they be? So I'm going to give you some of them. They may not have processed the breakup or their grief. Okay. They may have just put a lid on it. Um, they're blocking it out. They're distracting themselves. They're numbing out whatever they're doing. People process emotions in different ways, particularly if they are more avoidant leaning they're not going to experience that initial post breakup in the same way that you as a more anxious leaning person would so acknowledge that that you can't expect them to have the same process as you and is there's a good chance that if it's very fresh that you'll go in different directions post breakup so a more avoidant leaning person is likely to put a lid on those emotions and channel their energy into distraction, whether that's like throwing themselves into work or becoming very social all of a sudden or taking up a new pursuit or a new hobby, they're going to be putting that energy into something. Whereas a more anxious leaning person is likely to be very um, in the thick of their emotions and their grief and that feeling of longing and loss with the void that has been created by the relationship ending. So that might be one reason they may not have processed the breakup. Alternatively they may have been processing it in advance of the relationship ending. So what often happens is if a relationship is kind of on its last legs for a few months or even years in some cases there can be a process of disengagement whereby one or both people sort of stop trying and there's this sense of anticipation that you both know that it's coming or maybe just one person knows that it's coming and they've made the decision to end the relationship before they actually pull the trigger. And so there is a gradual kind of disconnection and disengagement. Uh, Some people, if they've been in that situation, may have been processing their feelings around the relationship ending uh, for a while before it actually did. And that may mean that they feel kind of okay after the breakup because the breakup provides more relief uh, than it does grief, at least initially. Again, that's not about you. That's just about someone else's emotional process and the timing of that, the journey that they've been on. The third thing I'd say is you don't really have actual visibility over what they're experiencing. Okay. So it's likely that what you know about where they're at is gleaned from social media or word of mouth, mutual friends, or even what they might have shared with you. But that's Always going to be kind of biased. That's you're seeing what they want you to see. You're knowing what they want you to know. Uh, so it's not necessarily the full picture, right? I'll add the caveat there of that doesn't give you an invitation to go and uh, interrogate them and say what are you really feeling or ruminate on whether they're actually really upset but they're just not showing it. It's just to say that we don't really know. So let's not make stories from imperfect information uh, because it's just not helpful for you. What I'll say to sort of wrap this up is please just understand that if you are more anxiously attached, you will tend to spin out post-breakup, right? Uh, You will really struggle with a breakup. I have an episode from last year on five reasons why anxiously attached people struggle with breakups. And that's definitely a good one to check out because I dive into this in more detail there. Uh, But please just don't compare your breakup trajectory, your arc, with that of a more avoidant leaning partner, because it is just not comparing apples with apples. And it's really, really unhelpful in the same way that in a relationship, it's not helpful for me to project my worldview, my experience onto your behavior and make it mean what it would mean if I did it. You're coming from totally different places. So just understand that your emotional processing is different. The way that you relate to being in relationship versus being alone is totally different. So please don't expect it to look the same and then, you know, spin out and make yourself feel awful and really beat yourself up when they behave differently to how you would after a breakup. As I said, it's not comparing apples with apples. It's not a fair comparison. You have imperfect information. So please don't craft these awful, painful, personal stories that exacerbate your pain and keep you stuck. Um, this is a time post-breakup where you really need to be kind to yourself, be resourcing yourself to feel safe and comforted and supported rather than inadequate and unworthy and and doomed to some sort of life of of aloneness because there's something wrong with you. There isn't, breakups are hard, they're always going to be hard, but you will be okay. It's a tunnel with a light at the end of it, so just Be really kind to yourself, take good care of yourself, and trust that you will get through the other side of it. I hope that that's been helpful for the question asker and anyone else who is going through a breakup or has been through a breakup and has told themselves those painful stories uh, about an ex moving on or just seeming fine when they aren't. Uh, If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a five star rating and a review. It really does help so much in getting the word out. Uh, But otherwise, I look forward to seeing you again next week. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining me for this episode of On Attachment. If you want to go deeper on all things attachment, love, and relationships, you can find me on Instagram at stephanie underscore rig or at stephanierig.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a review and a five-star rating. It really does help so much. Thanks again for being here, and I hope to see you again soon.